0: Hi and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts Sometimes you get an opportunity to do something you just can't quite pass up and that's what happened to me this week when Rob Bogan from the Curated Culture decided he wanted to host a Q&A on sustainability and asked me to be well, the A portion of that Q&A Of course there is zero chance that I can say no to that First of all, I love the Curated Culture Second of all I love sustainability. So that's what we did. We created a whole town hall Q&A for sustainability. Now that whole town hall thing, that was like over an hour long. So what you're going to get here is heavily edited shorts over the next seven weeks. Yep, we created a seven-part series with little clips from that town hall. I really did enjoy answering those questions for Rob. Later, you'll be able to see more on YouTube as those videos get released. So I hope you enjoy these as much as I did. Here is my sustainability Q&A town hall featuring Rob Bogan of the Curated Culture, part four. Okay, Mike, you sold me. Sustainability <laughs> is important. It is a big deal but I'm, I'm a noob to this. I, I really want to start being more carbon neutral, but I have no idea what I'm doing. Where would, where would you suggest a novice start? First things first, we're all noobs. Every one of us, there's a handful of people that aren't, but when it comes to sustainability as a study, there are experts in slivers of sustainability. What we're working on is trying to create an overcompassing mindset, a sustainable way of thinking. So it doesn't matter if we're talking about climate, it doesn't matter if I'm at work talking about engineering or packaging or shipping, it doesn't matter where you are in your life, if you're at the grocery store, the gas station, wherever you happen to find yourself, your mind is looking at the world in sustainable ways first things first, everybody's new at it. Unless you're Al Gore, everybody else is pretty much new at it. Okay. So don't get upset. And when someone says, where do I start? I say the beginning. There's no better (laughs) place to be. First thing you have to understand is what in the heck is a carbon footprint and why do I care? I sold you on the concept of sustainability. You're excited. You can feel that coming from me, but you have... No idea quite yet what it is. You have to understand where our carbon footprint comes from. Everything we do and everything we touch has an effect, it has a carbon cost, if you will. And it takes a while to understand that when I throw things away, there is this massive laundry list of things that can happen. Because remember, away is not a magical place where everything poofs and it's gone. It's a hole in the ground that we move so we don't see it. You have to first understand, how am I creating this problem? And what I tell people is start off by measuring what you do. Can your plastic that you have this month all fit in one 2-liter? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Maybe. If you stuff it in that 2-liter, at least it's not over all over the place. It's less likely to end up in an ocean. How about this? How about this month? You take all your plastic and you jam it into two liters. How many two liters did you have when you were done? You have to quantify your impact. How many trash bags do you take out to the road at the end of every week? Two cans? Four? I know large families can do up to four. That's usually at least two bags in each one. That's a lot of stuff that's going to Neverland. How do we get rid of it? I don't want to tell you, go do this, go do that. I want you to think about what is leaving from you. You have byproducts from where you live. What are they? Your energy bill is a byproduct. It's a use. It's a consumption. You know, in America, I let me scratch that. In the world, 40% of all food produced is thrown away. Wow. I mean, we grew up with our parents saying, oh, they're starving kids in Africa. You got to eat that. Well, now they're starving kids in Flint. Please eat it. Or how about this? cook the right amount, cook the right amount. And when we're done, we have an empty plate, a satisfied body, and not a bunch extra that we scrape into the garbage. If we do have extra, is it something that can be composted? Can we use it? How do we keep everything we do on our property? If you want to know how to be more carbon friendly, carbon neutral, any of these things, don't let things leave your property. Reduce what you buy and use what you have. By then, you'll start getting this idea of what your carbon footprint is, and with that knowledge becomes the power to make changes. The changes you'll actually make, not me telling you to make this change and then you're not happy with it and you scrap it three months later, but a change you've decided that you're capable of doing. Little changes. I buy butter in frickin' 50-pound blocks, mainly because Nick gets half of it, but We don't have plastic wrapped around a whole bunch of things. We cut it off a chunk. We stick it in an old butter container for once. The butter container contains butter and we use it because it's something we could do. I can do it. I don't have massive amounts of cardboard boxes from every half pound or pound of butter. I don't have individual wax wrappings on each one of those. That's a lot of boxes. That's a lot of wax wrappings. Part of understanding your carbon footprint is, what did it take to make that four-stick box of butter? Well, I, mean, I obviously you had to make the butter, but wax paper, waxed paper with print on it and ink, all the materials that were collected just for those things. And same thing with the cardboard box. All the paper that was bleached and it was formed and it was cut, and then all the inks that were put all over it, we skipped all that by just buying bulk butter it sits in a freezer, doesn't go bad It's butter. So when you learn where your carbon footprint comes, you will come up with all kinds of interesting ways to reduce that carbon footprint, little piece by little piece by little piece, which is why we always talk about doing things little bit by little bit, because when you accumulate this years of little bits, when you're done, you've not only shown everybody else, these little bits, your children, your family, your friends, and any bystander that respects you. But they see this huge change at the end. These little puzzle pieces made a huge difference. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or post it on social media. If you'd like to do a little more for Realistic Sustainability, you can become a monthly sustainer for as little as 99 cents a month on our anchor site or you can find out more on greetingyourlife.org podcast if you don't want to do that that's okay uh, one of the biggest things that you can do to help the show is leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform that really does help way more than you think thank you so much again for listening and we'll see you next week